Hey, this is David Diggs. You're about to listen to Breakthrough, the new Audible original hosted by me, where you'll connect with five undiscovered artists intimately and exclusively through their music and voices alone. At the end of the season, judges Kelly Rowland and Sarah Bareilles will crown one artist the winner. Who will break through? Let's find out. And for more captivating music storytelling content, go to audible.com slash music and sign up for a free trial. Audible Originals presents Breakthrough, hosted by me, David Diggs, starring Kelly Rowland and Sarah Bareilles. This program contains mature language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Yes. Oh, even closer to me? Okay, now I'm, now I'm recording. The numbers are rolling. Can you hear me? Perfect. Hi, Kelly. Okay, Sarah, are you ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Welcome to Breakthrough, where you don't need to be seen to be heard. Five emerging artists are competing for $100,000 and a chance to break through the roller coaster hustle of being an early career musician to join the greats on the other side. And they'll be doing this all from their homes across America. The artists won't see each other until the live finale in New York City. To mentor them, we have two-time Grammy winner and platinum-selling artist, Sarah Bareilles. We just want to get closer to really what is at the heart of you as an artist. And four-time Grammy winner and member of Destiny's Child, one of the most influential music groups of all time, it's Kelly Rowland. Don't ever limit yourself because you never know what that voice can do, I'm telling you. This show is all about our artists' singing and songwriting chops. So Sarah and Kelly won't see them until the very end. This is like a one-way mirror. We can't see you, but you can see us. Let's go. Let's hear it. Here's how this worked. We combed through thousands of audition tapes from folks across the country who want this opportunity. And now it's down to five. I'll be dancing on the tables in my daisy boots. Karaoke underneath the neon moon. My name is Sasha and I'm a singer-songwriter. I want to take my career to the next level and take it to the places that I've always thought that it has the capacity to go. Hi, I'm Melanie and I'm a second grade teacher. It feels like I'll like never get this opportunity again in my life. What's up? My name is Blaze and I am a worship leader. In my life, I've had like a lot of almost made it moments and so close. But, you know, at the back of my mind, I was like, man, when is it going to be my time? My name is Jana and I am currently a runner at a private recording studio. I just want to be the type of artist, singer, songwriter that makes my listeners feel like they're not alone, like they have a friend, that someone gets it. Hi, my name's Mitch, and I'm a full-time country music singer. I just want to be able to provide for this family doing music. 
It's so amazing, amazing to meet all of you. Welcome to Breakthrough. I'm your host, David Diggs. You might know me from Hamilton or Blackish or playing Sebastian in The Little Mermaid, or maybe you even know my band Clipping, but I don't know if you know about me that I was making music before anything. It's an active choice. <laughs> it is not always the thing that is paying me. It is not always the thing that's making ends meet or having the lifestyle come together, but I always, always, always will go back to music, despite the fact that it is really, really hard to do. I thought I was like broken as a songwriter. I'm not. Oh yeah. Ah. <clears throat> and as hard as it is to do, it's even harder to make a career out of. I'm still figuring it out. I'm still figuring myself out. This is all a work in progress. In Nashville, you're constantly comparing yourself to other peers having success. And you think, okay, well, why isn't that happening for me? I give a huge amount of respect and care very much about people who are choosing to do this with their lives. And so I am just really excited to be here following along with these artists, with all of you, and getting to hear these truly brave people put themselves on the line for the thing that they love the most. I'm going for this all the way. For me, this is like do or die. One last important thing about this show. To make sure each of our artists has a fair shot at their own breakthrough moment, there are no eliminations. Everyone makes it through to the live finale where the mentors will pick a winner based on their growth and overall performance throughout the season. So let's link up with our mentors, Sarah and Kelly, to kick things off. Kelly Rowland, I am so excited to work with you. I have been a fan of yours for ever and ever. Come on, Sarah Bareilles, are you kidding me? There are <laughs> moments in my life that are literally etched in memory and love and warmth because of your music. And how cool, I mean, we get to hear new voices. Each one of these artists has a ton of ambition and a ton of hope for themselves. It really does feel like anything's possible at this moment. I love the idea that I don't know what these artists look like. It is a mystery. I feel like this just allows for there to be this moment of holding your breath. I am ready to dive into this first challenge. This show is going to be a journey for these artists, but you and I are going to be here to guide them through it. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of this process, these artists are also going to have to blow us away at the live finale. So each of these challenges will help them build the muscles they need for that. I mean, we're starting with this first challenge, the song that means the most challenge. I wanna hear the song that means the most to these artists because I think it's gonna tell us so much about them. Now, I wanna know your answer to this. What song comes to mind? What would you choose to tell your story to the world? For me, just knowing where I grew up, how I came up, and the things that I have gone through, I'm a survivor. Like, yes. I think, like, when I perform that song now, I'm out of breath because I'm like, like, I literally feel it with every fiber of my being. Mm. For me, what comes to mind is my song, Brave. I needed to hear that message as much as I was trying to tell it to someone else. It was like, no, this one's for you, kid. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the music knows best, always, always. The music always yeah. knows best. So Sarah, one thing I think those songs have in common is the way they tell a story that connects to who we are as artists. That's what I'm listening for when I'm judging these challenges. Right. How well they tell the artist's story. And I definitely want it to sound like nobody else but them. 
their cover has to sound totally uniquely their own. And whoever handles that combination of storytelling and uniqueness best will win a prize that is so, so useful. The winner of this challenge will get one-on-one sessions with a top-notch vocal coach who's worked with the likes of J-Lo, Fergie, Lenny Kravitz, and me too. (laughs) And with that, our artists have their first assignment. Okay, here's how this goes. They each get to collaborate with an award-winning music producer to make a rough, unfinished demo of their song. Just enough to get Sarah and Kelly's feedback on their vision. Then... Each artist will get just one quick hour with their music producer to fully bring their visions to life in one last creative explosion of a workshop session. And the moment of truth comes at the listening party, when all the artists hear each other's tracks for the first time and the mentors pick a winner based on criteria like their creativity, originality, and vocal performance. But before all of that, let's get to know our artists. Today, we're following Blaze, Jana, and Mitch. It's time to head to the best coast. I'm saying that because I'm from here. The west coast. We're going to Van Nuys, California to meet Jada, who caught Sarah and Kelly's ear with her soulful audition tape. You're my sunshine. Jana is living the classic artist lifestyle, sharing a townhouse with four roommates and sneaking away to work on music in her bedroom. Yeah, girl, I've been there. I feel like my symbol is a sunflower, and I love sunflowers for the fact that they face the sun. Like, no matter what adversities or what situations you may be going through, you are always looking towards the sun. If I have, like, three sunflowers tattooed, I need to get over it. Jana doesn't have much formal training in music. So right now, she's working at Dr. Dre's recording studio as a runner, a.k.a. basically an assistant. Sometimes I'm scrubbing toilets. <laughs> Sometimes I'm running to go get meals. I'm, I'm stocking things. I'm making sure things are together. And, you know, I'm doing this with my headphones in and like humming and imagining what my shows are going to look like one day. Jonna's always had the personality of a star, even when she was a kid growing up with her family. It wasn't like we had a lot of money to do a lot of things. So we just became our own entertainment system, okay? So we had the camcorder out. We put on our own shows, talent shows. We just had a ball in everything I do. I'm very animated. And you have my family to blame for that, okay? They wanted all of the extraness. To outsiders, Jana and her family were picture perfect, blasting Sade and making home movies. But then Jonna's dad lost his job and everything changed. Drug addiction had took over. I was watching my my dad kind of just crumble due to to substance. And um, my mom, I felt her losing her fight. To watch them start depleting was making me kind of deplete as well. You had to imagine something better because festering in it did nothing but make matters worse. So I would sing or I would listen to music. Jana threw her energy into her music. She started doing open mic nights and busking in the Philadelphia subway. Then a bigger opportunity came knocking when she met someone in the music industry. He contacted me and asked me if I was available to sing 
in Morocco. Now, at the time, I thought that this was a restaurant in Fishtown, Chile. I thought it was like this Moroccan restaurant because I could have sworn I've seen it before. And I was like, yeah, like, is that downtown or something? He was like, no, it's in Africa. (laughs) So I was a contracted singer in Morocco. So I worked at this one restaurant called The Boudoir. We were singing there from Monday through Saturday. And it was like a dream. I couldn't believe that this was happening. (laughs) And that planted a seed in me that if singing can bring me outside of the country, what else can it do for me? And not only that, what else can it do for my family? Well, singing could get her closer to 100K if she makes a good first impression on Sarah and Kelly. As with all of our artists from now until the live finale, Jana can see Sarah and Kelly, but our mentors can't see her. The artists will have their videos turned off during their virtual sessions with the mentors. So let's check out their session. Oh my God. Can y'all hear me? Hi, Jana. Hey. How are y'all doing? First of all, you have such great energy. Thank you so much. Like, wow. wow. I can't see you, but I know that you're absolutely gorgeous and you have incredible energy. You just radiate. Thank you so much. But when I say grinning, my smile is to my ears right now. This is is incredible. What are you singing for us today? I will be singing Stand Up by the one and only Cynthia Erivo. Cynthia Erivo co-wrote and sang the 2019 song Stand Up. And it was the first single for the soundtrack of the movie Harriet that Erivo starred in as Harriet Tubman. Because if you know Cynthia, she gonna do it all. Talk about a multi-talent. This song particularly speaks out to me because it's about bringing your people with you. Because I want nothing more than to have my success overflow into my family. Sometimes I feel a little um, survivor's guilt because some of the places I've been and things I've seen I want to take them with me wherever I go. Ooh, man. Well, let's hear it. I got eyes in the back of my head. Just in case I have to run. And I do what I can when I can while I can for my people. While the clouds roll back and the stars feel the night. That's when I'm gonna Take my people with me Together we are going To a brand new home Far across the river People hear freedom calling Calling me to answer Gonna keep on keeping on I can feel it in my bones Cool! Yes, very cool. Thank you. I love your voice. I love your <laughs> Thank voice. Thank you so Jenna. much. I question yes. whether or not it might be too close to the original. Too close A to little. it. I agree. I think because it's, um, we really want this to be about a new interpretation. The approach that Cynthia took Mm-hmm. is so specific. And I feel like, what if you teased out the Afrobeat a little earlier? I completely agree. Um, I said it feels quite ancestral. It can, you know what it I mean? Is. It definitely needs to be rooted with just simple, simple elements. Stomping. Hmm. You know what I mean? In their footsteps to the snapping, like she said, or it's like it's things that are like simple, 
but to the point mm. because the simple elements are going to allow the vocals to really be to the forefront. That's right. And then I was going to ask, who is your favorite artist? Like who inspired you to sing, period? Oh, wow. Well, it's not a celebrity, but when I was That's younger, fine. my mom's wedding singer, I remember oh. going to her house. I will never forget this. And she started singing in the kitchen at one of her cookouts. And everybody stopped. People came from outside to come in and listen to her. And people were crying. It was just really transformative. Like she just shifted an atmosphere. And I just thought that was the coolest thing in the world. I feel like I've been like trying to find that feeling. It makes perfect sense. I, I literally grew up um, listening to and loving my the woman who actually asked me to do my first solo. She was mm. the first vo voice that I heard in church. And I remember when she told me to get up on this chair with this really bad, ugly cupcake dress that my mama put on me with them high, ruffled, ugly socks. You had bows um, in your hair. <laughs> you girl, bows in my hair, everything. I'll just never forget what that feeling was like. Yeah. I want you to, to pop in that. Just kind of like transport yourself into that feeling of what it felt like to hear her sing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really needed this. I really need this. Thank you. Thank so you, Jana. Thank you, Jana. <laughs> so, Jana is off to work with her music producer. We'll hear that soon. But first, back to Sarah and Kelly. So, I want to know what would you consider to be your big break? The big breakthrough moment, I'll definitely say, was. Star Search Girl. <laughs> me, me and the girls are on Star Search and I will never forget. We lost to a band. I, can re I remember Skeleton wow. Crew gets wow. four stars and we were called Girls Time at the time. Girls Time gets three and a quarter stars. We sat up there with these big old smiles on our faces and that curtain just flew past our face and we said, ah, ah, ah. Oh, no. we cried so hard, but it was such, that was actually the breakthrough moment. It wasn't yeah. the performance. It was the moment we got the no, because mm. then it was like a thing in our mind, like, the fire oh, is lit. Yes. Yeah. yeah I That's that. the breakthrough moment yeah. for yeah. sure. What about you? I did a talent show for UCLA mm -hmm. and I'd never been in front of a crowd that size before. And I sang an original song and I felt like electricity in my body. I just never wanted the moment to end. Wow. And it just yeah. was like, this is the only thing I ever want to do. My breakthrough? Hamilton, duh. Let's check in with our next artist, Mitch. We're heading to Nashville, Tennessee, where he lives with his girlfriend and their baby daughter. Mitch makes his living as a musician, but the lifestyle isn't exactly glamorous. I am on my way to go set up for a gig downtown on Broadway. So I'm going to do some warm-ups now. Um... Oh, that's awful. Mitch took a roundabout path to becoming a singer. I went to college for business, but a concentration in PGA golf management. My grandpa played, my grandma's 88 years old and still plays four days a week. My dad went to college for it. Golf was kind of just in my blood. I had to play. 
But then, Mitch hurt his hand his freshman year and his golf dream started to shift. He never even really thought he could sing until actually his golf recruiter told him he heard something special in his voice. I was like, negative Ghost Rider, not me. And he's like, no, for real, I heard something in your voice and I think, I think this is you. So he gives me his old guitar. I became obsessed with it. I, I played guitar for like four and five hours a day in my dorm room. I literally, to, to build up calluses on my fingers so I could play longer in the early stages, sounds weird, but I like drug my fingers across the, the brick buildings as I would walk to class just to like scuff up my fingertips. So I decided I wanted to move to Nashville and try to dive into the writing world out here. And, and that's kind of what I've done. So life as a working musician often means long nights on the Nashville Strip singing top 40 covers to bachelorette parties. But Mitch has been working on writing originals, too. He entered a songwriting competition on a whim. I had never written a song ever, but I ended up coming in second that night. I think I was in it four times. Every single time I was in it, I got second place. It became a running joke to the, the owner who would announce the winners. Second place, and it was like, how did we know? Second place is a comfortable spot for Mitch. Even though he makes his living as a musician, he still doesn't let himself dream of making it big. Part of it was a lack of confidence and some insecurity in myself as far as being able to be that performer and be that the guy that's on stage. But now's his chance. Mitch and his music producer cooked up a rough demo to share with the mentors, Sarah and Kelly, for feedback. So let's hear what song he chooses to tell his story. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, Mitch. Where are you today? I am in the basement of a beach house in Myrtle Beach right now on family vacation down here. Well, that is awesome. Thanks for sneaking away. Tell us about this first track you're doing for us. For this first challenge, I'm going to be singing Without You by Keith Urban. That's just kind of where I'm at in life. Keith Urban has called his chart-topping song his life story. Just like Mitch... Keith balances being a professional musician with having a family, two daughters, with Nicole Kidman. I have a girlfriend. Her name's Mary Sarah, and uh, we have a daughter. Her name's Avalyn May, and she is about to be a year and a half. I mean, this song really fits kind of how life has been for me in this journey. If I couldn't play music anymore, if I couldn't travel around, if I couldn't do any of these things, or I didn't have any of these things, those girls are life. It's like nothing else matters, honestly. I love hearing your connection to the to the lyric. I think that's so special. So shall we dive in? Let's dive. I've loved you since the very first day When I caught you looking my way I smile and just do it And up until you came along No one ever heard my song Now it's climbing with a bullet Nice to have someone so honestly devoted when it's said and done. Girl, I hope you know that traveling, singing, don't mean nothing without you. The fast cars, the guitars, they are all just second to this life, this love that you and I have been dreaming of. So long 
would all be as good as gone without you. First of all, Mitch, can we discuss how rich your voice is? Oh, thank you. Mm. It's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Great vibrato and it's very soulful. I think that when country music is telling a story, you can't help but to put soul into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, just to give you a little background, I kind of, when I moved to Nashville, I knew like three country songs. I wanted to play gigs, so I was like, I better learn some country music. And the country has kind of bled into into my sound and style. I loved what came from the reharmonizing certain things. I thought that was like a really interesting way to take a song that was simple and to complicate it in a good way. Right. I found myself, my ear was getting pulled towards production rather than the voice at times. So my one comment is to keep the voice really front and center. To be telling the story, a living, breathing organism. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you, Sarah. That's awesome, Mitch. Can't wait to hear it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Me too. (laughs) Now we're heading to Columbus, Ohio to meet Blaze. Today, he works as a worship leader and music producer, but he's a long way from home. I am originally from Nassau, Bahamas. We actually lived in the poorest part of Nassau, Bahamas, which is a place called Camp Road. The way that I'm talking now, I had to learn how to talk like this. This is right here is my real accent. When I get home, this just comes out automatically. I talk like this around my whole family. That's the Bahamian in me coming out. Even though we didn't have much, we were a very tight-knit family. My mother and father, they were youth praise and worship leaders. So like I've always had a love for music and I just enjoy my dad playing the piano and I would enjoy my mom singing the songs they wrote together. My culture is a very musical culture. It's like a very like upbeat Caribbean with a lot of cowbells, ghost skin drums, trumpets, big bass hand drums. And so that's where a lot of my musical inspiration came from. Growing up in their house, there was one big rule. Do not touch dad's piano. So one night, Blaze's dad goes to sleep. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what I should do. And so I started pressing buttons. The song that came to my head was like the Star Wars theme song. So I started matching up the notes of what I was singing. And by the time I was finished, I could play the whole thing. And my dad was actually watching me every night. And I didn't even know <laughs> until finally one day he was like, son, I'm going to teach you how to play piano. When Blaze was eight years old, the family packed up and moved to the United States. I'm like this little chubby, stubby kid coming with like this heavy accent. And like all the kids like, what the heck are you saying? Like, who are you? So it was quite an adjustment. I was one of the few black kids that were in that school. I wanted to be a part of the children's choir and people would just tell me that I wasn't good enough or we're just not looking for somebody like him. I've always been bullied. I've always made fun of not just because of my talent, but because of what I look like, because of the color of my skin. And so those are insecurities that I still fight today. The family lived in a hotel for a bit while they were getting on their feet. And his parents worked odd jobs to make ends meet. My dad got a job as a janitor at the school that I went to, so I'd see kids purposely mess up the bathroom and my dad have to go clean it up. But my dad, he always taught us to humble ourselves and like, it doesn't matter what you're doing, just be um, consistent in what you're doing and you'll make it. When Blaze was 17, the rest of his family moved back to the Bahamas. But by then, he could do a lot more than play the Star Wars theme song on the piano. He was getting into producing, and he knew he wanted to make music his life. So he stayed in America to pursue that dream. So it was just me here in America by myself. 
I didn't have my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister. I had nobody. So I just basically was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just wanted to quit. I just wanted to quit life, period. I would just call my dad on my phone at night and sometimes I'd just cry. And, you know, I just remember those conversations that I had with my dad. Like, son, you know, even though I'm not there in person, I'm right here with you on the phone. It's going to be okay. Things did turn out okay for Blaze, and now he's here to compete for his big breakthrough. So let's hear what song he chooses to tell his story to the mentors. Oh, oh, wow. Blaze! Oh my gosh. Hi, Blaze. Is that you? Yes, it's it's me, uh, but it's you, like... <laughs> Just know I am like low-key pinching myself. (laughs) And how are you today? How are you feeling? I'm just super excited, nervous, anxious. (laughs) Okay, well, tell us about your first track. I'm super excited I get to sing Hold On by Shawn Mendes. Hold On is a lesser-known yet emotionally powerful Shawn Mendes song from his 2016 album Illuminate. And the beautiful, largely acoustic track is all about his dad's advice to hang in there through life's toughest obstacles. This song really means a lot to me because, you know, there was a time in my life when um, it just sucked. You know, I actually lived in a car for two weeks. The first time I heard that song was when I was driving down the highway and I was listening. And I was going to think like, yo, he's literally singing my life right now. It brought me back to that place inside the car. It helped me remember not to forget where I came from. Yo, I feel Beautiful. like we should pass the offering bucket around <laughs> on that one. That's, that's just God. me. Yes. Beautiful. I can't wait to hear how you emote all of your story into this. I, so oh. I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat right now wanting to listen. Let's go. I never win when I keep all my thoughts inside. So I pick up the phone. In my dad's place, stay with me. Everything will be alright. Yeah. I know I haven't seen you lately. Cause you're always on my mind. I don't know why you're going through. But there's so much light ahead of you. That's beautiful. (laughs) My goodness. Yes. It felt like you were talking to yourself, like as if you were in a mirror. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I felt that. I had that same experience of it. It felt like a prayer. Oh, man, I feel mad. Y'all gonna make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) The vocal arrangement was so striking to me. I wondered if maybe you want to tease that out even more, even if there's a section where everything drops away or if that's how you get into the song or something. But your voice is, is so rich and it has such warmth. You could just kind of swim on the vocals even more so. That's a good phrase. I'm writing that down. I'm swimming <laughs> in your vocals right now. Uh, y'all got me swimming in my feelings. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Uh, it's beautiful. Oh my yeah. goodness. Thank you so much. Thank you, seriously. Thank you. 
Wow. Kelly, we have heard some amazing works in progress. Yes. I can't wait to hear what these songs sound like after they get to work. I love that we're teaming them up with these incredible producers. Producers are artists too. And each one brings something totally different to the table. So you're bouncing through ideas and doing take after take and they're giving you feedback and helping you shape the creative direction you're chasing. And when you have great chemistry, it's undeniable. That's the best feeling too, isn't it? Yes, yes. I always say it's like you're playing tennis. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? You're playing tennis with ideas and y'all are in there and you know, you made sing a melody then they play it and then from there it's like a lyric and then you're like ooh like it's like a real thing I remember one of my favorite producers that I've worked with is T-Bone Burnett and he's been a hero of mine and he worked with the Wallflowers and Taylor Swift to Bob Dylan to Roy Orbison to you name it Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the things I loved about working with T-Bone is that He's trying to strip away everything. He wants just the most essential elements of each song and each recording of a song. And that's his style. And that's what I love about it. It is really a superpower. And I love to work with producers who just zero in on you as an artist. I, for one, cannot wait to hear how the artists and producers collaborate to transform these demos for the listening party. Me too. That's it for feedback for our first three artists. It's time for Mitch, Jana, and Blaze to meet again with their music producers and turn their demos into masterpieces. But we still had to shake the table on them in these producer sessions. They've got to finish their songs in one quick hour. And just so y'all know, that's a big ask. Finishing a song in an hour is unheard of. Even if you're working with great producers, it might take days or weeks or months. If you're me, maybe you sit on a thing for years to make a song from start to finish. But hey, it's a competition, right? This is what we're doing here. So they get an hour. Time starts now. Mitch is workshopping his song with producer Andre Gill. You were born for this, right? The list of people Andre has worked with is wild. John Mayer, Stevie Wonder, Alicia Keys, Britney Spears. And today, he's beaming in from his home studio in Las Vegas. So, Mitch, we're just going to hit this vocal and, and uh, let the magic happen. Let's do it. So high, it's never going to touch the sky without you. Oh, my goodness. I'm so unsure of what I'm doing, and so I just, I'm not hitting notes. Right now, you're a little frustrated, and that's okay. You can sing, and you can feel what you're singing. So I don't really have to tell you. Just got to get back into the game. Yeah. Do whatever comes to your heart. That's all I need. Going through the motions. I've been a little uh, congested, so I'm going to try to fight through that and, and do what I what I can to make it as clear as possible. It's just really hard for the amount of time that we have. These guys got to hurry up. They only have a few minutes left. So, Mitch, give me your all, brother. Give me everything you got. And you have been, so I appreciate it. <sighs> yes, sir. I'm going to push you to sing something extraordinary. Let's go. Let's do this. Yeah, baby, 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 without you. (sighs) I don't have anything to freaking push there. I don't know why. I just have no air. I have no air. All right. I got to work on taking a bigger breath. Ugh, frustrating. I know. 
All right, we'll do it one more time because we're almost out of time. Keep your head up and keep pushing, man. It's never gonna touch the sky. As Mitch scrambles to the finish line, let's hear how Jana's doing. She's also working with Andre for this challenge. When they gave me feedback at first, I was like cringing a little bit inside. I'm not gonna lie because I realized like I could have did more. You know, like I could have did more. They were advising me to just show up as myself and push the limits and see what I come up with. Add my elements, add my flair, and I needed to hear that. I do what I can when I can while I can for my people. Whoa. Can we start that over? It was way too many mistakes in there. Of course we can. It didn't even happen. I've been walking with my face turned to the sun. I want to really put myself to the test of being very clear on what I want to bring to the table. I really just got to, like, really just throw caution to the wind at this point. All right, so we got a half an hour, 28 minutes. Let's do the verse. Okay. We can move forward from there. I've been walking with my face into the sun. I've got eyes in the back of my head just in case I have to run. I have a question, actually. Yes. It, can we bring it down? Uh, mean the key? The key, yes. If it could live uh, here. Um, I've been walking with my face unto the sun. So are you sure before I do this? Because I don't, there's no turning back. Yeah, I, I want it darker for sure. Ooh. Ooh. That is a pretty big change for this late in the game. As Jana and Andre work out the key, let's check in with Blaze. He's working on his track with music producer David Swag Arcilius Harris, aka Swag. As the name would suggest, he is, in fact, disarmingly cool. He won a Grammy for his work on Hers album, and he's worked with the swaggiest artists like Brandy and Busta Rhymes. Let's hear if Blaze can keep his cool. How do you feel, man, after the uh, feedback? Ah, man, I feel good, feel more confident. I'm not sweating bullets no more. (laughs) Remember, Sarah wanted Blaze to swim on the vocals. Don't know what you're going through, but there's so much life ahead of you. And it won't slow down, no matter what you do. You just gotta hold on. You just gotta hold on. And that felt felt like we were in there. We Ooh, were connecting. Okay. That just means the second verse. Man. You gotta dig deeper. How you feeling? Man, hold on. Go gather myself here. <laughs> okay, give me one second. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. Come on. We need that emotion, though. Honestly. Oh. Honestly. Oh, man. We need that emotion because what's from the heart touches the heart. You know, we are conduits of emotion through music. Yes, sir. So if it's making you emotional like that, that's what we want to capture. This is a comfortable space, go. brother. Ooh. I want to cry, laugh, All scream. Right. You know, that's what yeah, it's about. Man. Here we go. These days are flying by, weeks feel like minutes, I can't remember being small. I try to f- Ah, man. Whew. Let's do one more take it out. When I think of, like, me singing in front of people for the first time, it's like me introducing myself. I was like, man, I hope they 
accept me for who I am. Time's up. The artists may not have gotten to make every tweak they want, but when you're a professional musician, you learn fast that deadlines are always right around the corner. Next episode, we'll see how all this hard work pays off for Mitch, Blaze, and Jana. And we'll meet our last two artists, Sasha. That was kind of the final piece to me giving everything I have to this dream. And Melanie. I was really busy the past few years with all these really big transitions in my life. And now I've wanted to do more with singing. We'll hear the radio-ready versions of the songs that mean the most to our artists. Songs that offer a window to their very souls. And when it gets this personal, you know there's going to be tears. Oh, I'm crying now. (laughs) And of course, our mentors, Sarah and Kelly, choose a winner. This was really hard. I'm not going to lie. We really, we went back and forth about this. The track of the week belongs to... Breakthrough is an Audible original produced by At Will Media.